Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I am your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And let me tell you, if there is one thing about this whole COVID pandemic that has been driving me crazy is that I don't get to see my people. Um, I am an extreme extrovert. I need to be around my friends. I need to go out. I need to socialize. And, uh, and so I'm really, really happy to have this, this guest joining me today because she's not just a guest, guys. She's one of my girls. And I'm talking about Angie Smith, mama of two boys content creator, uh, college prof like me. Uh, Angie, what else? Like, we do the same thing. Like, we lead the same kind of life, I feel like, right? I know. We were like, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, basically what you do, minus having my own awesome radio show, just we have the same random laundry list of jobs. (laughs) I know. It's so crazy. How have you been doing during COVID? Like, I need to know, have you been surviving fine? Are you losing your effing mind? What's going on? <laughs> a little bit of everything. I mean, it's, I, I, the word has become a dirty word, don't you find? Like, everyone is just saying, I don't want to hear that word out of your mouth ever again. And I'm like, yeah. I <laughs> like, we're all going a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, for me, and I talk about it on the show, like you guys at home listening, you're probably sick of hearing me say it, but I like COVID for me was like, it is just, I don't know. I can't deal with it. I hate it. If we have another lockdown, I don't know that I, I know. will be able to survive it, you know? And, and then as moms, we have to try to hold it together for our kids. I know that's the hardest part. At first, I was like, I mean, I could do this dog and pony show thing for a day and another day. And then a week becomes like another week and then a month. And I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. This is exhausting. Yeah, because Angie, how old are the boys? Jack and Harrison are how old now? Four and six. Four and six. Now, for me, I've got Samantha nine. Liliana is seven. And Marcus is turning five. So... Um, they are at those ages where they're just like, all right, well, this was a fun activity for five minutes. I'm bored. What's next? (laughs) And the setup of the activity takes way longer than the activity itself. And half the time they leave the room and I'm still doing it. And I'm like making a unicorn pendant. And then I'm like, where did everybody go? (laughs) It's the arts and crafts. It's the um, sports. It's the uh, gaming. Like, I don't know. We've been doing it all. We have been doing everything under the sky. And I just feel like there's just not enough. We need more ideas to help us get through it. Even though now the kids are back at school. Angie, actually, did you send your kids back at school? Or are you doing the homeschooling and being, like, brave? <laughs> no. I was like, one of the doors opening. Um <laughs> One is in grade one, and he's loving it. Harrison started JK, and the whole experience has not been a pleasant one. And I think with the masks and the, like, sealed-up water fountains and all the weird restrictions in the schools, it's actually been a really tricky year to also introduce a JKer to the school system. He's extremely resistant. He went the first week, and he hasn't really been back since, and I just don't have the energy in me to, to fight it, to be honest. So one's in, one's out. Well, listen, 
that's all we can do as parents is just like, what's going to work for me may, may not work for you or the other mom or the other dad. We just have to go with the flow, take mm-hmm. the punches as they come. And if it's like one in school, one out, both at home, all of them in school. It is what it is, right? Exactly. Exactly. And so I don't know. For me, thankfully, all three are in school. Um, but they were off for an entire week because, you know, what, Lily developed a cough. And the pediatrician is like, and it was just like an overnight little thing that she was over within 24 hours. But the pediatrician was like, go for COVID testing. And it took one week for the results to come back negative. And at that point, you have to keep all of them home. Yeah, we had the exact same thing in our house. I had to stay home too, right? And it was like groceries online and keeping them busy again. It's just, it's just a lot and it's overwhelming. And I know that, you know, you know, you say that, the activities take longer to set up and you're usually there, you know, by yourself after when the kids leave, just continuing to do the stuff. But I watch you on online, Angie, and it really seems like you've got it together. And so that's why I wanted to bring you on the show because I'm like, I need some tips. I need some advice. I need some pointers from my girl, Angie. So let's talk. Let's talk about um, how to keep these kids busy. Uh, things that maybe um, we can do that uh, are also educational for them, fun for them. So there's not just mindless stick them in front of the TV or give them the iPad and just let them YouTube all day. Um, And the other thing I'm concerned about too, and I think a lot of us are concerned about, is whether or not we might go into that second, I don't want to say it, lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I want to prepare and I want to have the tools. So Angie, like, where do we start? Uh, Well, I think you kind of nailed it a little bit earlier. It all starts with, I think, embracing the inner child. Um, One of the beautiful things about uh, COVID and dare I say quarantine was that I did see a lot of families reconnecting and I saw teenagers going to the dumps with their parents, you know, and doing yard work. And I saw, you know, people just getting outside more and and doing retro activities because they had no choice. And I know as a parent myself, I was like, what did I do when I was a kid that was fun? And I'm Googling like, oh, I want to get out my rollerblades. And I think the boys would love a pogo stick. And we're going to do hopscotch. And I want to buy a parachute. And I literally ordered the most random activities that I could find but it really reconnected me with that inner child and that energy because you have to have it you have to get them outside everybody needs breaks I mean kids need 60 minutes of physical activity a day minimum Um, and it's just better for their mental well-being their physical well-being yes it's easier to give them an iPad or a screen but you know even that wears off right it wears off too Yeah, I really like that you said retro activities and what we were doing as kids. Um, I just came across a meme and it said like kids nowadays say after five minutes, I'm bored. But when we were kids, it was like, okay, you would turn to your sibling and be like, I'm going to get down on my hands and knees and you roll up that magazine and try to hit me. And I'm like, yeah, stupid things like that. And it would entertain us for the longest time. I remember my sister just like, hey, Tina, let's see if you fit inside the linen closet on the shelf. 
Why not, though? <laughs> but we used to have so much fun. And now these kids are just like, attention span, I find that it's not there. They get bored super easy. And sometimes looking back on what worked for us as kids, and I'm not saying shove your children in the linen closet to see if they'll fit on the shelf, but it is <laughs> the pogo sticks and the hula hoops and the parachutes um, and just having some good old fun. Not that we're old, Angie, because, you know, we still got it. <laughs> no, but I think, like, toys these days are almost, like, overstimulating. And they are they are programmed for those shorter attention spans. And our activities weren't like that. Like you said, I mean, we used to do a lot simpler things, and we could do them for a lot longer. And I think when you give your kids the benefit of the doubt and, like, actually let them do a simple activity – I really slowed things down during the quarantine. I mean, I was in the yard. I taught myself how to sod. I helped landscapers remove a cedar tree. Like, I was just like, well, I got nothing else to do, so I'm just going to get down and dirty. And then the kids came out and joined in on it, too. And the next thing you know, they're learning because you're teaching them. We planted a garden. We did tomatoes, pumpkins, zucchinis, everything. And they're learning. They're being physical. They're getting dirty. You're letting them, you know, bring their dump trucks and everything. But it's a new activity. And they probably yeah. wouldn't have done it before the quarantine. It's so true. Um, and I, I love the fact that, you know, you've got them out doing um, learning and, like, doing some yard work and having fun outside with nature. Because I think a lot of it is, um, it is a learning experience. And so for me, one of the things that we did that was a huge hit was cooking in the kitchen. Mm. And I'm like, yes, like my kids, I don't know how it was with, um, with Jack and the on-school, um, like the online learning from March to June. But my kids, I, I joke and I say that I had a house full of dropouts. Okay. <laughs> they, just, they did not. And I was just like, I'm not pushing it. And I'm like, you know what? At this point, the stuff they're going to, they're learning, I'd rather teach them some, fun life skills so yeah getting in the garden and planting veggies together and seeing their fr the fruits of their labor or getting in the kitchen um like I did with the kids and and baking and cooking and having fun like those are fun life skills and those are the things actually I think that our kids are going to remember down the road and we are talking with Angie Smith content creator and mama of two talking about activities during this pandemic so don't go anywhere because we'll be right back on the parenting show right here on global news radio 640 Toronto Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. And joining me on the show today, I've got Angie Smith, mama of two and content creator. We're talking to Angie about activities, keeping our kids busy, how to get through this pandemic with children. Because we all know it is not easy, is it, Angie? It's not. Nope. No. <laughs> no, it is. It, it was really hard. Lockdown was really hard. And I am so fearful that they are going to come to us and say, we need to lock it down again. So we're preparing. We're being proactive. That's why we have Angie on the show today. Angie, we spoke about some fun retro 
uh, activities that we did as kids that worked, uh, the pogo sticks, the hula hoops, the um, parachutes, getting outside, getting dirty. Um, but what about some new fun activities? Yeah, well, along with what is old being new again, I think it's also about um, doing some cool new things with what we have available to us. So, for example, going online and taking advantage of all the free printable downloads that we were seeing all over the Internet. One of my family favorites was um, the hiking bingo, where you could do um, the bug bingo and print off a card and then go for a hike. And uh, everybody has a little printable bingo card. Um, there's just lots of different printable downloads, so you can kind of use the interview first, or sorry, use the internet first, and then um, go on, go outside and explore and hike, but have a purpose, like a scavenger hunt. Um, I also fun. Made, yeah, and I made scavenger hunts up for our neighborhood. Like I literally would be like, okay, we're gonna go on the street, and I would say we're gonna look for three maple leaves, look for the number eight on a house, look for a tree with a face on it. Um, you have to find two garden gnomes and I would literally wake up and type out a scavenger hunt, print it, and then we would go walking around the neighborhood. So uh, using kind of the technology that you have and, and what you have, still making it educational, getting outside, you know, being pandemic friendly by keeping your distance, but also still bonding and making those memories like the kids loved it. They really yeah. did. Those are the memories that they'll remember. They're not going to remember the half an hour spent on the iPad watching YouTube videos. No, then they don't. They really don't not remember at all, that, right? Yeah. It but they remember. Make- they'll remember going for a walk with mom or dad uh, or with the entire family and like finding acorns or you know picking up those leaves or or you know the fun that they had trying to spot the the number eight on a house. So those, those are fantastic ideas. To be honest, I've never thought of that. And we did so many walks during quarantine. It was like, okay, we need to get out. We need to get physical, get some exercise in. Let's go for a walk. This whole time, I could have made those walks so much more interesting and a lot more fun um, by just being a little bit creative. So, yeah. So it this is perfect. just an idea. Yeah. This is just something you came across online or you were just like, I'm just going to do this. Well, the scavenger hunt thing was just my way of making the neighborhood a little more interesting, giving them a focus so they weren't tearing all over the place. Um, but yeah, I saw the printable downloads online and I'm like, oh, this is a great idea. Like I'm going to print a bingo card and then take them for a hike in a ravine and that sort of thing. Um, another great thing, and I know you touched on it earlier, I was not really big into the video gaming culture, right? Before the pandemic, mm. I was like, mm, I'm not like the biggest gamer. I don't really get it. And then you're kind of stuck inside or kind of sitting outside and you're trying to figure out what's, what's new and, and different that you can do with the kids. And so uh, I started trying it out and um, they're fun getting at Yes. And, but I, I did what you were talking about earlier. Like how can we bring it to life a little bit differently? So I don't know if you've seen on my Instagram, cause I have posted, I try to, you know, dive into the DIY. But like, for example, with any Mario Kart game or something, we would build the carts first, then play the video game in in our cardboard box carts from the living room. Yeah. See, that is so much fun. And the kids loved it. They would like grab their cars and drag them to the living room. And one would be Mario and one would be Luigi and we would race. And then the next element was like, can you order us a costume online? And then we would go and find the costumes and like, bringing the video games into real life just gave it an extra element. So I didn't feel like 
oh, we're just, you know, sitting around playing video games all day. Yeah, mindlessly. And I have to say, though, um, you know, video games can be a lot of fun. And they can be an amazing way to spend time together as a family. Um, you know, we're all about Mario and Luigi here in our house as well. And it is like like Mario Party. Getting together and playing a game that the whole family can get in on, like more than one player. Yeah. Um, that is, that's a lot of fun. Instead of just giving your, your kid the controller and saying, okay, here, you go ahead and you play by yourself. You know, I think they got a bad reputation. Game. Like, yeah. I think video games had a bad reputation, and I thought I was being a better parent by saying, we don't play them. Well, we, we're not no. a video game family. And now I'm like, oh, I have a Nintendo Switch for everybody. And <laughs> I got Ring Fit Adventure for myself, and I'm, like, totally blasting the dragons every day. <laughs> and, but I've got to say, also, um, yeah, video gaming has, I think, it did get, like, a bit of a, a crappy rap there, um, but I am all for it. Um, Marcus, who is not even five, will be turning five soon. He is a huge gamer, and it's cool because, like, we still have the Nintendo Wii, and oh, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, it is, like, so super active and fun. So especially during those months that maybe the weather's not that great outside, um, you can get physical and get active inside with some fun video games. Like you said, you've got the ring, right? Wait, have you tried Ring Fit Adventure? No, I'm dying to. Tina, oh my God, I'll lend you mine. Honestly, because I had the, the Nintendo Wii before and I loved the board and how you could hula hoop and like jog on the spot. And then the Ring Fit Adventure gives you, like the, my kids love it. They stand in front of me and you like, when you compress the ring, it blasts the dragon and wind at all the people on the screen and, and like you fully go on all these adventures, but at the end I'm like sweating and like yeah, why are like, my legs so sore? It's such a good way, especially if um, I know we're talking about activities for kids, but let's talk about parents here for a second and adults. But especially if things do get locked down, we know that gyms are probably going to be That's one true. of the first ones again to go, and so trying to be physically active at home, outside of the bedroom. <laughs> But that's true, though. Not about bedroom. Way. <laughs> but it is true. Like, it's a way to sneak in exercise and your kids don't really, like, I found it hard. You can't go for a run because then they're on their bikes and you're like, no, 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 this way. Watch out for the car. Stay out of that prison's garden. And you're like, this is not exercise. But yeah. bringing the, like you were saying, like the Wii out or bringing out a game where you can all play or race or challenge each other. At the end, you're like, I think it's just worked out yeah well and angie being canadian angie you know we always i always have this chat with you what's my favorite season what do you mean my favorite season of the year what do i love and what do i hate your favorite season is definitely the snow <laughs> uh, you guys could see me right now She's not in her head. No, no way. way. She's a baby all the way. And you know, like, and Angie knows how much I hate winter. So um, it, it, it will be hard for us to get out with our kids if that second lockdown comes. Uh, because before we know it, snow is going to be here. Unless you've got cross-country skis or snowshoes for the whole family. Yeah. It's going to be hard to get outside. Expensive. 
Yeah. Like, yes, go outside, build a snowman. Yes. Um, but you're limited. So these activities inside are great. What else? What's, what else? What is else? I think simple things like um, one of the, our favorites was taking painter's tape and making hopscotch on your carpet. Um, because oh, then you yeah. can yeah, make or are your kids into the show? The floor is lava. Yes. You hear kids everywhere, like every playground going, oh, when everybody jumps. Your kids just jump and go crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to burn? <laughs> so my kids love it. And they're always making indoor obstacle courses out of the couch cushions and pillows and blankets and toys. And so you can take painter's tape, which doesn't leave any residue, and tape the crap out of your house. Tape tracks on the floor. Tape mazes. Um, I saw this one great idea online where you can tape like paper to the wall and then use the painter's tape and make a giant spider's web and just let them paint randomly. Like you just have oh, to. That is awesome. Box. Yeah. And that isn't an expensive activity either. You can buy no. all that stuff at the dollar store. For sure. And half the time they just want to play with the paint or sorry, the tape. Like give them the tape and say, just go stick it around the house. <laughs> I mean, you can it from the tub. <laughs> go tape the wall. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, have you done, because I know this was a huge hit, and it's also a major fashion trend uh, for, it was like in summer, I would say for 2020, not even just the season, but mm-hmm. a lot of people I found were doing tie-dye. Oh, yeah. Did you attempt the tie-dye with your kids? Um, No. I I went to, to be honest, I went to Walmart to try to attempt the tie-dye, and every time I went, like, I would get the t-shirts, but not the dye kit. Like, every parts of it were sold out here and there. Did you attempt it? I didn't do it during quarantine. We've done tie-dye. Uh, I've done tie-dye with the kids uh, in the past, but not during this, like, during the pandemic. Um, and I'm thinking that maybe now is a good time to just buy some of this stuff and have it on hand to be prepared. Um, but, hey, at least that's a fun activity. And it's a fashion trend, so... Why not, right? That's true. And people, you just hit the nail on the head there. Like, be prepared. We're seeing the numbers rising. We're hearing whirring and stirring of bars closing and all these new restrictions. Don't wait. Go out and get some stuff now. Tuck it away. You know, stock up on some interesting things and just be prepared. Because you know what's going to happen is people will go into a frenzy again. And you know what? I want to talk about that. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and we'll talk about how we can prepare and be proactive. So don't go anywhere. This is the Parents You Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show. It is Sunday night, and you're listening to us on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We've got my girl, Angie Smith, joining me. And uh, Angie Smith is a mama to two adorable boys, Jack and Harrison. She's also a content creator, and uh, she's got the most amazing tips. Um, on how to stay active and keep the kids busy during the pandemic. Uh, we had a long stretch, right, Angie, where we were, we were at home, not leaving, and trying to deal with, okay, I'm bored now, after five minutes from each activity, right? Um, and now 
we just maybe want to prepare in case something else should come down, right? So we were talking a little bit before the break about maybe thinking now about things that you can do and how to prepare um, if at the drop of a hat, we get notified that, okay, we're going into lockdown again. So Angie, what are, if we had to make a list of things to, you know, um, purchase and pick up at the store now, what would some of the top items be? What would you recommend? Okay, well, obviously, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and Clorox wipes, because who <laughs> yeah. knows what the heck happened with that whole thing. Um, uh, can I tell you, just two weeks ago, I was at Costco again, and all of those items were sold out, because I think people are just anticipating. Well, as the numbers rise, you're going to see more and more of that. I mean, I work um, in that the food space and, like, the, in that space, and I see the shortages of those items happening again. Like we can't keep disinfectant wipes in the store because people are already panicking. And right now there's the quantity restrictions don't exist. So what I would recommend doing, we heard this back in like wartime, my parents live in Florida. So for hurricanes, they have to prep all the time. As parents, you need a survival kit. So obviously along with the, you know, go out now, get all the soap, Get the sanitizers and all that stuff so you're not worrying about it. But when it comes to entertaining the kids, like, definitely go into um, a store and get, like, the blank white T-shirts. Even if you don't do tie-dye, you can do glow-in-the-dark paints. Kids love to just paint their T-shirts. Um, you can try your hand at the tie-dye. You can cut them up and do, um, you know, if you have little girls at home, do yeah. necklines and fun stuff with them fashion-wise. But grab yourself a bunch of those basic white tees, and they're in stock everywhere right now. I checked before we were filming this. You can go right now to Joe Fresh, Walmart, H&M, any of those stores, and they have those basic white undershirt-type tees. So grab a bunch. Um, I would also recommend beefing up those craft supplies. Have some interesting things like washable finger paints, um, yeah. glow in the dark, um, dry erase markers, and a dry erase board. Like really weird things. We got a whole bunch of glow sticks during the last quarantine from the dollar store, and we taped the glow sticks all over the boys' bodies and sent them to the basement at night and played music. And they had a dance party, and it looked like a bunch of like neon skeletons dancing around. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. The kids loved it. But those are the types of things that you have to think about. Like, don't be so black and white. Don't wait for the schools to say, hey, here's our, uh, our, our itinerary for school. Um, and you don't have to spend a lot. Like, I would literally, what I was doing, too, was go into the dollar store and they have, like, painting a birdhouse craft kit. We did um, some random stitch work where the kids were just making things like that or go online and order like a Kiwi Crate subscription where the crafts come every month because those subscriptions didn't stop. Plan. I'm, I'm yeah. serious because I know what's going to happen. Everybody is sitting around going, well, just wait a little bit longer. Yeah. We got the sacrifices everywhere. Like, oh, just wait. What if we don't need it? You can always use craft supplies and activity stuff. Um, yeah. And also, like Costco, right? They have games. And what did I just buy? That unicorn crystal kit the other day. Like, there's just so many um, kids' activities that are in there right now because it's the holiday season. Yeah, board games. We didn't mention yeah. board games. What? Yeah, true. What are we thinking? Oh, my gosh. I like I I had to actually ban Monopoly because I get really crazy. 
You can't play Monopoly you know with me. Super but... Mario Brothers Monopoly. That oh gosh, out. there is Super Mario Brothers Lego. Like oh, Marcus is not going to be listening to this show, but I'm going to go pick some up for his birthday, which is like um, on the 15th. So yeah, oh. there's Lego is is also a fantastic old school toy, but right. there's like you can. My kids are huge Harry Potter and Mario fans, and they have Harry Potter and Mario uh, Lego, so they've got that. Um, you know what I really like too. I'm not a, a fan of slime. Not a fan either. of slime. I don't think a, any parent is. But you can have a lot of fun with Play-Doh. So Play-Doh is always something um, good to have on hand. Yep. Angie, you are a huge Amazon shopper. I am. <laughs> the delivery guy is like, and here's another one for you. Shame. <laughs> So on Amazon, have you, during the pandemic, were there any like really good buys that you came across and you're like, wow, I'm really happy that I purchased this or the boys really enjoyed it. It was like a hit. Um, to be totally honest, there was, because of so many restrictions and delays on delivery, I was shopping all over the place during the pandemic. Like I was literally better optioning every online site to just find what would come quickest. I did think that the parachute was a great buy. I just bought that fabric parachute and that was, I'm pretty sure an Amazon buy. And if anybody doesn't have one of those kicking around, I highly recommend it because even in the winter you can use it um, and you can use it inside or outside. So the kids would like almost flip it over the couches and make a giant tent. Um, You can, the whole family can play with it. There's just so many different things for parachute. Also, I did find on Amazon, which was a hit during the pandemic. It was like 40 bucks. And I did do a swipe up in my stories at one point. I got a tent that had, uh, it was pink, but my kids could care less. And it had little tiny white stars across the ceiling and all down the sides. And we set it up gobsmacked the middle of the living room, filled it with stuffies and books and, you know, action figures and put it near, like just off to the side of the TV. And that lived there for like six solid weeks. And you can sometimes, you know, just go on the Amazon tab of today's deals and keep your eye on it. And what I find a really good search tool is type in the age of your child. So type in kids, toys, six-year-old, kids, toys, nine-year-old. Um, and it will bring up toys that have been search engine optimized for your age range. And I do find that's a great uh, tool if you have no idea, like, what else is out there for kids. Also, that's great. I never thought of that. Oh, yeah. Go age, especially for, like, Marcus's birthday. You'll find the great, like, little telescopes and science kits. and. Oh, my gosh. That is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and like, what, I've known you for how long? Like, what, and you're telling me this now? <laughs> Sorry, I'm an online shopping pro. <laughs> uh, but just have fun with it. Don't let the words scare you. Don't let the words get you down. If you do have to work from home, you know, just buy yourself some time with these really cool new things. And I know there are a lot of parents who are like, well, it must be nice, you know, to go and buy like a new Lego set or whatever. Kajuti, do you know how many things that I've got online? I bought Thomas the Train sets, everything secondhand. Yeah. And you know what? And honestly, just if you're concerned, just spray it down. Spray it down, leave it in the garage, spray everything down, and then bring it in like the next day. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. a lot of people are worried about that, but um, just sanitize it and it'll be fine. It'll be fine and you'll save a lot of money and the kids will have a lot of fun. Yeah. 
there's so many great things out there if you just do a little bit of research and there's no more time than during quarantine to research. So true, Angie. Um, We're talking all things uh, pandemic when it comes to kids, when it comes to keeping them busy and active. So don't go anywhere because this is The Parenting Show and we'll be back with more. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday. You're listening to The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And with me, I've got Angie Smith, content creator, mama of two, um, all around kick woman. And, um, and she's talking to us about things that we can do to help our kids um, get through this pandemic. We've obviously been talking about activities and, um, you know, dealing with like, mom, I'm bored after five minutes of doing something, but there's a lot more to it. Angie, we both work. We both work from home. Um, We're entrepreneurs. And so things can get really stressful um, trying to manage our work life while dealing with the kids and maybe dealing with any like tantrums and meltdowns that they might be having. How did you, how did you do with it? I was pulling, you know, kids apart because my kids were at each other's throats trying to fight. I was losing my mind. Um, I'd be actually, you know, trying to record the radio show and having to tell them to stop screaming. The only saving grace is that it is the parenting show, right, Angie? So if you hear some kids in the background screaming, it kind of fits. And I'm like, oh, we know that sound. Yeah, right. But then there's like meetings to deal with or when you do need the quiet, because I am a voice actor and sometimes I'm recording auditions from home. It's hard to keep them busy and step away to try and work on your tasks that you need to do so you can get paid and make a living. So how did you deal with it during lockdown? I think the key word for me here is flexibility. I know a lot of people started off the whole uh, quarantine with these schedules. I even posted one to my stories at one point, um, and it was like, okay, to all the fellow working uh, at home moms, this is a, a pretty good um, itinerary that you can follow to try to get work done and keep the kids scheduled. But you know what? I found even that extra bit of pressure of this imaginary schedule uh, made things even harder on me. I think. You have to be able to go with the flow. You have to be flexible. Kids are moody just like we are. Kids have a longer attention span um, on some days than they do on other days. And you just have to be ready to roll with it. I mean, there are days when I've had so much work to do and I can't get it done because I'm a parent. And you're home. You've got no help. And that extra bit of pressure of having to adhere to a schedule that you've inflicted on yourself, I mean throw that out the windows parents like just go with it I'm serious like we all we all started off trying to be these teachers but we're not right so you have to go with the moods you have to be flexible and I find that even with my work some days I would be up until the wee hours of the morning trying to get it done and during the day I just didn't get it done uh, right yeah. now, I'm I'm sitting in a car in order to uh, record the parenting show. You have to do what you have to do. And I did take a lot of calls in the car during the yeah. call. I had to. I was like, I'm out. 
and I locked myself in the car in the driveway. That was one of my escapes, actually. If people um, watched my stories, often I would take my laptop out to the car, and that was my, I, I would joke and say, I'm in my office working because mm-hmm. I needed to escape. I needed a bit of a break. I would let the kids run outside. I would be in the car, windows up, laptop working, doing my thing. Um, and I think that that, you know, you just have to do what works for you. And that's going to lo- look different for each for and every single one of us. The other thing, too, is that we're stressed out as parents, but our energy um, can be, is, I shouldn't say can be, is easily picked up by our kids. Oh, yeah. So they, they can sense when we're stressed out, and it'll stress them out. So we really need to try as hard as it is. And it is hard, uh, but just to, you know, chill out a little bit, do our best, uh, because the last thing we want them, the last thing we want, I should say, is them being stressed. Yes, and I think um, I was speaking with a pediatrician at uh, Sick Kids Hospital about this. And during the pandemic, there were a lot of behavioral issues, and not nothing serious, but a lot of kids were dabbling into weird things. You know, it could be regressing in potty training. It could be um, older siblings. You know, all of a sudden, just regressive behavior and parents were like oh my gosh my child is home I'm starting to notice that they're terrible kids they're brats they're bullies my kid picks his nose my kid puts his hands down his pants my kid touches his privates all day my kid is too sexually advanced and all these parents were like over analyzing their children are these microscopes because they were seeing them way longer than they used to and it's like they are experiencing a whole new world with no other children. They don't get to see family members they used to see. They are in the isolation the same way we are, except they're way more social and they don't understand what's going on. And so it's our job as parents to, you know, keep things light. I was showing them some videos on YouTube that was explaining various concepts to them. And trying to just keep them informed and explain that there was a virus, if they would understand the masks, we would go for drives and um, just let them see the outside world a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's your job as a parent to try to keep your emotions out of it. On top of it all, I mean, I was going through a separation, so oopsie, how crazy we can make the quarantine. Uh, but you really, you really have to learn to keep your cool. Take time for yourself. Take care of your own mental well-being. You always hear the saying, like, you can't take care of other people unless you are taking care of yourself. Wake up in the morning and put yourself first. Because, honestly, you cannot be a good parent during stressful times if you're a frazzled mess. You just can't. Totally. I totally agree. And that's another thing I say on the show all the time. And um, it's, it's that just like when you get on that plane, and I always use this analogy, they say you put the mask on yourself first before you put it on your child. If you are not in a good place emotionally, sorry, emotionally and mentally, then how can you be in a good place for your kids? You can't. You can't. Like people during quarantine yeah. are like, oh, I'm binge watching all of these shows until 4 a.m. I'm so tired, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's great. But I mean, you still now like the quarantine is going to feel worse because you're tired. And yeah. kind of emotionally hung over every day. And it might be fun for a couple of days, but just make sure you get back on track and fix that sleep debt because there's nothing that plays with your emotions more than being really tired as a parent. Yeah. Get sleep. Make sure your kids get the sleep. I think that that was also something that 
Uh, it was, yeah. I don't want to call it a mistake, but it was a learning experience. Let's say that is that I let the kids, um, their sleep schedules just go out the window and they I'm were all over the did. place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, a lot of people did. So if something should happen and we need to, you know, lock down again for a second time, um, I think that there's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to be doing differently. Um, sleep is one of them for myself as well as the kids preparing, like Angie said, you know, going to the dollar store, picking up some stuff and having it on hand. Um, so you're not panicking last panicking. minute when everything is sold out and your kids are like, I'm bored. What can, what can we do now? And then you're stressed out. You know what I mean? Um, amazing tips today. Lots of great advice. Angie, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Well, a lot of the other information is on familytravelguide.ca, but I'm on Instagram, Angie underscore T underscore Smith, and I post about my family adventures on there and lots of this stuff. It's when I try it, I post it right there. So Instagram, I'm most active. And guys, it's real mom stuff that she posts, uh, which you guys know that I am all about because I am all about the authentic real life. Uh, mom lifestyle as well. So definitely go give her a follow. Angie, thank you so much for joining us today. You've given me lots of great tips and advice. I'm actually going to go Google age boys, age five right now and see what Mm -hmm. I can come up with for Marcus's birthday. That was a fantastic tip that I'm definitely going to be using. Thanks for having me. It's always so great to chat with you and be a part of this. Yes. And guys, if you missed any of the show and you want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast. Uh, You can find it on Apple or anywhere else podcasts are available. But that is it for us. We will catch you next week right here on The Parenting Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And I'm your host, Pina Prisco of ChicMama.ca.